This is the Ask Dr. Jill podcast, where Dr. Jill Wagner will have conversations and discussions designed to take the mystery out of medicine. Your next appointment toward living a healthier life begins right now. Hello. I hope you're having an amazing day and that you are loving yourself wholly and completely. I am Dr. Jill Wagner, your host of the Ask Dr. Jill podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your life to spend time with me. I'm a concierge, board-certified family practice physician. I've been practicing for more years than I care to share. Those years have given me loads of experience and a, a little bit of insight. This podcast is an opportunity to share both of those with you. My practice is located in Dallas. If you'd like to become a patient in that practice, I will share contact information later in the broadcast. But for now, let's get started with this episode of Ask Dr. Jill. Today, we're going to talk about joint pain and arthritic pain. There is so much to cover with this area, but uh, I want to give you some things that I think will help you a lot. Arthritis refers to a range of conditions that involve pain and inflammation in the joints. It can be a degenerative condition, which means that the symptoms tend to worsen over time, or it can be an autoimmune type arthritis, which is associated with other symptoms outside of the joints. And it's characterized by inflammatory flares and chronic clinical course. Um, these two types of arthritis are referred to as osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis. Osteoarthritis uh, results mainly when you have wear and tear of cartilage. It causes the bone to rub together, leading to friction, which causes damage and inflammation. And rheumatoid arthritis is the autoimmune type disease, and it happens when the immune system mistakenly attacks healthy joint tissue. Doctors can prescribe medication for pain control and inflammation in either of those, but I also want to talk to you about some other things that you can do that don't necessarily mean medication. So I'm going to give you things that you can do to try to help with that arthritis pain. The first thing is to control your body weight, manage your weight. Your weight can have a big impact on arthritis symptoms and any extra weight that you have puts more pressure on the joints, especially the joints uh, like the knees and hips and feet, which are really those weight-bearing joints. Guidelines from the American College of Rheumatology and Arthritis strongly recommend that you lose weight if you have any kind of arthritis because that will help you with your symptoms. Your doctor can help set a target weight for you, but even as little as 10% has shown to really help relieve some of the pain and discomfort for a lot of people. So 
losing weight reduces the stress on the joints and that helps with your mobility. So you're able to move around better. It decreases your pain and it also helps to prevent future damage to your joints. So number one thing that you can do if you have arthritis is to try to manage your weight. Number two is get enough exercise. I know it. We are back on this exercise thing. But if you exercise, that helps to keep your joints flexible. So often what will happen is people who have arthritic pain will stop moving. You might have to adjust the way you move or the kind of exercise that you do, but you want to keep those joints moving so that they won't stiffen and they will maintain uh, their range of motion. So you want to manage your weight, you want to exercise, and actually exercising can help you manage your weight. You also want to exercise, as I said, to keep your joints flexible and to strengthen the muscles around the joints. Because when the muscles around the joints are strong, that offers more support for the joints, and that keeps from having so much pressure directly on the joint. So here are some good low-impact exercises that you can do if you have arthritis. Walking is a good one. Cycling, a lot of people who have arthritis uh, have been told by their physician or physical therapist that if they will do cycling, stationary bicycling, or even a regular bicycle, that helps a lot. Also, things like Tai Chi and yoga, because they help with not only muscle strength, but they also help with muscle flexibility. And water activities like water aerobics or swimming, those are excellent for people who have arthritis because you don't put so much weight on the joints. So number two, exercise. Number three, use hot and cold therapy. Hot and cold treatments can help to relieve arthritis pain. So heat treatments, like taking a, a long hot bath or shower in the morning, can ease stiffness for some people, or even using a heated or weighted blanket uh, or a heating pad can help to reduce some pain in the joints for some people. Cold treatments can help relieve joint swelling and inflammation. So using a gel ice pack or a bag of frozen vegetables wrapped in a towel and applying to painful joints can help sometimes with quick release. Um, be sure never to put ice directly on the skin. Then there's an extract from chili peppers called capsaicin. Capsaicin has a warming sensation when it's applied to the skin, and that can help to provide some warmth for the joints and help soothe that joint pain in people who have arthritis as well. So hot and cold therapy to help with that pain. Often, if you use your hot and cold therapy strategically, it will lower the amount of medication that you have to use. 
I want to take just a quick break to remind you that this episode is brought to you by WellAware Supplements. Every wellness plan should include strategic supplementation, vitamins, minerals, and herbal supplements that help you to achieve your health goals. At WellAware, being your health partner is of the utmost importance. We have high quality, affordable supplements that will be delivered directly to your doorstep. So you don't have to stand in the drugstore or health food store gazing at the endless shelves of supplements trying to make a decision about which ones are right for you. We make it easy, convenient, and affordable. To start your strategic supplementation today, go to askdrjill.net slash supplements and order yours now. Then the next thing is to try some alternative treatments such as acupuncture or uh, some of those other kinds of treatment. Acupuncture is an ancient Chinese medical treatment that involves inserting thin needles into specific parts of the body. I know there are some of you out there going, Doc, really? You want me to put needles in there? I don't want you to, but I want a trained acupuncturist if that's something that you want to to do. But there have been data uh, to indicate that acupuncture may reduce arthritis pain for some people, but make sure that you find a licensed and certified acupuncturist to carry this out if it is something that you want to try. Then the next thing is medication. I told you that most of this was trying not to do medication, but there are medications, particularly anti-inflammatory medications, that when you add them with the other treatments that you are doing, it can really help you to reduce your pain and reduce um, the effect that the arthritis has on your ability to live life the way that you want to. Also, if you are using an anti-inflammatory, it can lower the inflammation in the joints and thereby reduce the pain. So getting to the source by decreasing the inflammation can help to control your pain. Then the next number six, I think we're at now, is to follow a healthy diet a diet that's rich in fresh fruits and vegetables and whole foods can boost your immune system so that it is working optimally. And there's lots of evidence to suggest that dietary choices can affect the inflammation in your joints and the pain that you are feeling. So I'm going to take a little second. You might want to get a pen and paper so you can write these down. Let me tell you some foods to eat if you have arthritis or joint pain, and then we'll go to some foods you should avoid if you have arthritis or joint pain. So let's start with the foods you should eat. Fatty fish is at the top of the list because it's high in both omega-3 fatty acids and vitamin D, both of which help inflammation. Garlic. Garlic 
helps uh, inflammation and eating it actually uh, because of its its anti-inflammatory properties, decreases the risk of osteoarthritis. Ginger has been shown to reduce symptoms of, of arthritis. Again, it decreases inflammation. Broccoli has been associated with a reduced inflammation. So it's a food that you want to add to your diet. Walnuts, because they're also high in omega-3 fatty acids. Berries, because they're rich in antioxidants. And many of those antioxidants have been shown to decrease arthritis. Spinach. Also, because it is rich in antioxidants, and those antioxidants can reduce inflammation. Grapes. Grapes have also um, anti-inflammatory properties and compounds that can help to reduce inflammation. Olive oil because of the omega-3s. And tart cherry juice really has been shown to lower inflammation and alleviate some symptoms of arthritis, particularly in people who have gouty arthritis. So those are the foods that you want to make sure you add to your diet if you have arthritis. And now's the list of foods that you want to stay away from or avoid. Of course, sugar. You know sugar. Sugar increases inflammation. And people who were evaluated who had rheumatoid arthritis showed that their symptoms worsened when they consumed sugar. The second thing is processed and red meats. Research links red and processed meat to inflammation. And as we've talked about, inflammation can increase the pain associated with arthritis. Then gluten-containing foods. I know there's a lot of talk about gluten and some of it, um, you know, is justified and some of it is because this is one of the, the, the new health fads. But gluten is a group of proteins that are found in wheat, barley, and rye. And there's some research that links the gluten and the intake of gluten to increased inflammation. And that suggests that going gluten-free may ease arthritis symptoms for some people. The other foods that you want to stay away from is anything that's highly processed. We know that highly processed foods increase inflammation. So fast food items, breakfast cereal, uh, baked goods, all of those are typically high in refined grains and added sugars and preservatives. All of those are potentially inflammatory and that can worsen your arthritis. Alcohol. Alcohol may worsen arthritis symptoms. Anyone with inflammatory arthritis should restrict it or avoid it. Then salt. Salt. Uh, researchers suggest that high sodium intake may be a risk factor for the autoimmune type inflammatory arthritis. So you want to watch those salts. And things that are high in what we call AGEs, 
those are advanced glycation end products. You find those in grilled or seared or broiled foods and foods like bacon, pan fried or grilled steak, roasted or fried chicken, and broiled hot dogs. I'm sorry, I don't mean to rain on your parade, but if arthritis is an issue for you, you really want to make sure that you watch those foods so that you can decrease your discomfort. Now, before we go, there are a couple of things that I want to tell you to do in addition to the food chains. One is there is a spice called turmeric. I know many of you have heard about it. We've talked about it before. It's the yellow spice that's common in Indian dishes. Turmeric contains a chemical called curcumin, and curcumin has antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. Research suggests that it helps to reduce arthritic pain and inflammation. You might want to talk to your healthcare provider, your physician, about adding some turmeric to your dishes to help to control the inflammation and thereby help to control your pain if you have arthritis. And then the final thing is to say, get a massage. A massage helps to relax the muscles Uh, For a lot of people, it helps to increase the flexibility of the joints because it decreases the stiffness of the muscles and that allows the joints to relax, thereby decreasing the pain and decreased range of motion that you can have with uh, arthritis. So I hope that this has really, really helped you in knowing the kinds of things that you can do to help your arthritis so that you will be able to function better and your pain will be decreased. As always, thank you for joining me for the Ask Dr. Jill podcast. Please make sure to hit like, subscribe, and share to stay connected Make sure you follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Ask Dr. Jill. I hope this episode has brought you one step closer to living a healthier life. As promised, if you are looking to become a patient in my practice, please visit our website at AskDrJill.net and click on the Become a Patient link. The telephone number to reach us will be included in the notes below. Until next time, thank you for spending some of your priceless, irreplaceable time with me. I pray abundant blessings, health, and healing to you and those you love. And I'll chat with you next time at your next Ask Dr. Jill podcast appointment. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for care by a doctor or other qualified health professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. 
If you are looking for help on your journey to wellness, seek assistance from a qualified medical professional. It is important that you have someone in your corner that is qualified, trained, licensed health practitioner, helping you make the health changes you desire as you venture toward the healthiest you possible.